Biggity boom, and welcome back to this, another episode of the Happy No Fear podcast. I'm your host, Chase, and on this week's episode, we have a very special guest. She grew up in LA and then moved to Boston and then came back to LA again and uh, has only been painting walls for the last two, maybe two and a half years and is, uh, in my opinion, doing very well and is kind of gaining a lot of traction and on fire right now. Um, Lots of psychedelic feeling, very interesting stuff coming from the world of uh, footwear design at Converse and leaping, jumping, diving headfirst into the world of painting walls. Um, So uh, without further ado, I give to you Alison Bamcat. Like, I've seen all the changes with L.A., Mm -hmm. you know, like what it used to be, how Venice used to be, how Hollywood used to be, Mm -hmm. you know, before there was any such thing as street art, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, many changes. Yeah, I mean, I grew up here, but I didn't, like, but I moved to Boston when I was a teenager. Yeah, I thought so, And so, like, I don't know, I didn't have any attention on that. I was still, like, I was, like, 12 when I Where'd you grow up in L.A.? Uh, In the valley. In the valley? Mm -hmm. Like, what part of the valley? Uh, Silmar. Silmar, yeah. right yeah. up against the mountains, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I went to a hypnotherapist there once. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. last time I was there, there was a dude literally on a horse riding past the McDonald's when uh-huh, I was uh-huh. a kid. I'm like, oh, is this what we're doing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're riding horses on the fucking sidewalk. Yeah, Silmar's <laughs> pretty deep. It's pretty deep. Yeah. It's Deep Valley. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. where we could afford to grow up. Yeah, for sure, yeah. That house is worth like 600 grand now. Yeah. My parents got it for 99,000. Unbelievable. Like 88 or something. Unbelievable, yeah. Right? Appreciation left and right. Yeah. Yeah. And then would you, uh, so wait, you, 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 live, you left for Boston for college or something, I remember? Or something? My parents are from Boston originally. Okay. So they moved out to LA in the 80s. Scientology. No fucking way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's weird. Dude. Really? Yeah. And uh, then they moved back to Boston when they had kids. Yeah, and they were yeah. like, we don't want to live here anymore, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but I do. Unreal. <laughs> I, I have another friend. She was born into it. <laughs> yeah. Also an artist. I'm lucky that I didn't have anything to do with it. It was yeah. my dad, but. And so the, the so stint weird. in LA with, with the family with Scientology, how long was it? It was like six years, eight years, ten years? Probably like ten years. Ten years. But they're still, they still send my mom letters in the mail. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we'd love Get for you clear. to complete your classes. <laughs> exactly. We started this course. We'd love to have you again. She's <laughs> like, I'm dying. Get away from me. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, they, they don't let go, I guess. Once, you're on the, once you became a member or showed interest. Yeah. I was taken to Scientology as a young, when I was just got here. Yeah. I was skating uh, USC. Mm-hmm. There's like a, it's like a, kind of like a famous skate spot, mm-hmm. the blocks outside of USC. Mm-hmm. And I was really into Joseph Campbell at the time. I'm like 18 or 19. Yeah. So I have my little Joseph Campbell book or maybe it was Neil Donald Walsh, like one of these self-help things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, always into like, you know, rapping about it, talking, not rapping, like rapping, rapping, but like talking about it and like, Yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't want to hear Scientology rap. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't like that. No, I know, but I wouldn't know. But, yeah, that would be Super funny, actually. Red, like, rapping about Jesus. You Get know? clear. Get yeah. clear. And, and so <laughs> I was talking about it, and this guy overheard me, this guy yeah. Tony. And he's like, uh, hey, kid, you know, I like what you're talking. And he was like a little bit older than I was. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, uh, I got something interesting for you. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, what are you selling them? Fake Rolexes or something? Oh, like, God. whatever, some opportunity, right? Yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 here's, here's my card. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I, you know, from what you're talking about with all this like Eastern thinking and Taoism and all the stuff you, you say you're into, I got something that's right here. And he gave me some card. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is a little bit su- suspect, you know. But then he lingered around and mm-hmm. turned out to be a cool dude. And he drove me to the celebrity center, the Scientology celebrity center. In Burbank or where? No, on Franklin in Hollywood. The oh, big okay. one. Oh, the big one, yeah. Yeah, where like Tom Cruise has like uh, yeah. apartments and shit. Mm-hmm. And so they brought me in there and I'm like, okay, what is this again? I, I kind of remember L. Ron Hubbard, like something. And I knew, you know, by proximity or something. Yeah. What it was. And I guess this was like after skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like six thirty, seven at night. Okay. He drove, I got in, I trusted, you know, I knew how to fight. So I'm like, if anything, I can <laughs> knock, knock this guy out. And so we got there and there was like four people waiting for me, like yeah. welcoming me. And I'm there with my skateboard and they welcomed me inside. They were like, oh, this guy's easy. He yeah. skateboards. Oh, but well, we're going to get this Look guy. at this delinquent. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and so Tony, who was like a couple of years older than I was, he's like, look, I'm, we're going to, I'm going to show you a film. And then, you know. Uh, it's about 45 minutes and I'll be outside afterwards, but mm. you're so welcome. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to stay, but I urge you to, because I think you, you, you stumbled upon something here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I got curious now, you know? So I, they put me in this private movie theater, all plush and royal and velvet and like golden details and stuff. I'm like, yeah. where the fuck am I? And they played me this Scientology, like entry level, sort of like seducing a piece of like film mm-hmm. like an infomercial yes and i think the head guy was in there isaac hayes was in there travolta was me? in there yeah and i was like wow this seems pretty powerful and then the last shot i'll never forget because I, I watched the whole thing uh-huh. the last shot was when the gates were slowly closing like the, the symbol of like the rest yes, of your I life know what you're talking about. you know what yeah. i'm saying oh yeah and then the guy is talking and walking backwards, you know, uh, you know, going back, walking backwards into the gate and s- said something to the effect of, you know, you know, you may not know uh, what the rest of your life is going to look like. But if you if, if you don't take a chance now or something, then you'll never know. Or like some little carrot at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I want to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it kind of had me for a second. Oh I come out gosh. of that little private movie theater, and there was Tony. I still have his card somewhere, I think, because I like to collect shit. And he gave me Dianetics in paperback. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then uh, I had it for many years uh, uh, in the toilet. On and, the back of the toilet or sitting in the toilet? Oh, no, I, I, we had, like, a little magazine rack. Oh, the magazine rack, You know, okay. like, <laughs> at the time, I was at Maxim's and, like, you Oh, know, absolutely, perfect, yeah. Perfect 10, you know, magazine. Oh, we had, like, home and gardens and stuff. A little bit more oh, conservative, yeah. you know, or and something. And, like, Garfield comics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so Dianetics was in there, and I, I would, would attempt to read it, and the, the, the preface always said, like, if there's a word you run into, very important to look that word up. Because we use specific words that are underused in the English language. Mm-hmm. And please do not continue to read without finding out what that word means. And yeah. so I tried to, but it was like, I guess I'm an idiot immigrant. So I would like run into words all the fucking time. And it became so frustrating. And later when I thought about it, I, I knew that that was a technique 
to sort of enrich you with new knowledge, right? When you yeah, have the commando, new terminology, right? So that you would, uh, and you'd have yeah. some ego about knowing these words, and you try them out on your friends and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I've ran into that before, and so I, I kind of got frustrated with with Dianetics, and then one one day I, I had um, uh, food poisoning. Yeah. Right. I I didn't know at a young age that you can't eat from an open can of tomatoes. Ooh, yeah. What is that? Botulism? Tin, tin poisoning. Tin poisoning. Tin poisoning from, from the can. Because I put the can back in the freezer. Like, I'll make some pasta with this. And, it, you know, four days turned into, turned into two weeks. I have weeks. friends who still do that. Very. <laughs> don't do it, guys. You don't want to uh, be in the place where I ended up at. And so I started like, it was like, you know, absolute liquid, you know, diarrhea level. Great. And we ran out of toilet paper. And so that day, Dianetics <laughs> did save my life. <laughs> I swear, I swear. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> no, I, I put the two chapters I wiped that day. It yeah, was, you're like, I already got through those. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking funny. And so that's my like Scientology story. And it, I, 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 I'm not even half kidding. Like, because glossy, uh, you know, magazines of the day, you mm-hmm. know. Like, that wouldn't have done That Wouldn't, wouldn't have done, done it. it. You, no. There's, there's, no, there's no absorption. Yeah, it wouldn't have been helpful. But that paperback, man, it's oh, got yeah. that little texture to it. Very nice. In a pinch. <laughs> In a pinch. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's hilarious. That's funny. That's super funny. Yeah. That's better than any story that I have. Shit. Yeah. That's so no, funny. I'm sure. You, I mean, you must have seen stuff and like, you know, when you were there as a I kid. I just saw my dad's bad behavior and my poor mom having to put up with it. Yeah. Like she lived in, um, they lived in housing when they moved to LA in the like late 80s or mid 80s. Um, in Koreatown. No shit. My mom wasn't really doing the classes. She was like, I just came out here to kind of date this guy, so I'll I'll roll with it. And uh, he was doing classes. And her job, I guess, was to, like, clean the house. Mm. Like, clean this big community housing that they were in. It was kind of almost like a commune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I passed it before, like, with her. It's just so bizarre. Is it that blue building off a fountain? I mean, they have so many properties. um, Bonnie... Bonnie Bray. Bonnie Bray, yeah. Somewhere over there. It's unreal how much, yeah. like, re- like incredible real estate they, they managed to get for themselves. Well, yeah, it was all cheaper back then. Right, that's true. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they w- wish they could have gotten all the buildings next to the, yeah. you know, the spot in Hollywood. But yeah. I guess they went to Koreatown. They settled. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For the housing, I, I, I've noticed uh, they have also a building on uh, Gower and Hollywood Boulevard, like yeah. an old building. And they're constantly coming in and out of there, kind of dressed nice a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, working or studying. Or, or nice, like, quote-unquote nice. They, well, look, they look like penguins. They're so Penguins, weird. like L.L. Bean suits. They make you know. Mormons look fashionable. Right, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least Mormons wear like the slim fit now, yeah. you know? Come yeah, on. Yeah. That's true. It is a dated look. It's like, is this like from a Halloween costume or something? Exactly. Like, it's a dated yeah. cut. Yeah, they look like cheap Halloween costumes yeah. from like West Hollywood, from like and, Santa Monica Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. So funny. And so how did you get out of that? Or did you ever get pulled in? Or was it just your parents that kind of got sucked in? My mom was pretty adamant about not letting me or my sister participate in that. I see. But the easiest way to do that was by divorcing my dad wow. <laughs> when we were like little kids. Um, so they reconnected later in life. But he was, yeah. he was out of that and whatever. Yeah. So they picked up after like everything was like sort of uh, independent again. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But now my mom's out of that now and... It's wild, man. I'm so, so interested weird. in cults and like. I'm like, well, no wonder they didn't like LA when they moved here. Yeah. Because I'm it's, like, this is what you came here for, yeah, you yeah. idiots. Through like, the lens of. Yeah. Yeah. So 
So I love it here. I, I mean, I always wanted to come back when I moved to Boston with yeah. them. So I'm glad that I'm here again. Yeah. It just and, hit three years. You know? Three years. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I know a little bit about your story, but like this is our first time meeting face to face. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a big fan. Oh, I thank think, you. Uh, yeah, I really am. And I don't like say that a lot or often. And, you know, you kind of just started doing walls a few years ago, you know? Yeah, maybe two, two and a half years but ago. But your technique is getting so much better. You're, you're getting comfortable. Thank you. Like all, all, all the knowledge that you have when you paint, you know, with mm-hmm. acrylic and stuff, that's now showing up on the wall. Yeah, it's getting, I'm getting close it's to getting being there. able to replicate yeah. like my um, hand-done paintings and my right. studio on a wall, which yeah. is awesome. It's and fresh. A lot, you know, there, a lot of the frustration has subsided with like learning how to use spray yeah. can. Uh-huh. And, I mean... I just want to, I learned to use spray can as a way to like, I don't know, I needed to know every technique. I want to learn everything I possibly could so that if I showed up to a job, I wouldn't struggle. I wouldn't look like I was struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to look the part, right? Yeah, I could just remain like confident. Yeah. So, but I owe a lot of um, learning spray can to my buddies that I made when I was out here. Daniel Toledo and Jaime Paints and East By and... Yeah, a lot of dudes uh, t- took a chance on a, a 30-year-old woman yeah, <laughs> to it's, help it's her learn how to story, But you got the flavor because, like, mm-hmm. illustration can, can even just an illustration style can be so boring sometimes, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, a, a chick with, with a dog sipping a coffee or, like, you know, what so many, like, illustrators do around the world. But you have a fresh take on all that. You know, like, there's something going on. There, there's some story. There's some symbolism. There's, 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 mm-hmm. there's dimensionality. Right, and then the psychedelic feeling of it all is, the, of course, something that I love. Yeah, totally. I mean, that was one of the things I really was stoked about coming back to LA because when I was in Boston, just kind of starting my painting career, I was working in design full time, but I didn't really know who I was like kind of marketing my work toward mm. because Boston's a little—I don't want to say prissy, right? But it's very collegiate and you know business-minded, and the art market is yeah. very like streamlined and clean and um technology driven and i'm like i want to do whacked out weird yeah like lisa frank on crack stuff yeah so yeah and and i can i can see like even uh like just the weather patterns there like somehow it's it's difficult then to end up in this like cozy psychedelic full of color kind of world like how do you marry the two right Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying there like cold weather areas are always like strange for me too i feel like it's, it's there's, there's a there's a lack of enthusiasm there or something I don't oh know. Yeah. yeah i mean i mean not only do, do people get clinically depressed during mm-hmm. the holidays but Seasonal the whole time right? i was so resentful i was like i grew up where it was just endless summer every yeah. day yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like the summer in boston is like two weeks at the beginning of may and then two weeks oh. at the beginning of september and the rest is just super muggy disgusting it's a horror show so you don't want to go outside anyway yeah. and it's there's absolutely like well now now there's the beginnings of a street art scene right um, that is like yeah you know, I, I never, now that I think about it, I don't hear a lot about Boston in, in you know when it comes there to are people that. working yeah. on it yeah. um, artists like Market Twenty Seven and Pro Black Market Twenty Seven he's an OG Bison. LA guy yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah I uh, used to work with him in Boston ah, and okay. uh, oh I was such a pain in the ass to him at work but he's, yeah. I have so much respect for what he does mm-hmm. now and. Uh, but didn't he go to Mexico before that or something? He, he disappeared from a, L.A. He grew up in Juarez. In Juarez, yeah. Yeah, yeah and see. then uh, he lived in L.A. Yeah. And he was in Brooklyn, Boston. I think he's back in Brooklyn now with his family. But he's pioneering a lot of the um, nice. kind of street art mural festivals in Boston. Nice. 
which is like, thank goodness somebody's doing it because yeah, 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 I yeah. wouldn't know where to begin. And yeah, he has yeah, so yeah. much experience. So. Yeah, it's a lot of work getting any of that going, you know, just a lot of foot, footwork, relationships, budgets, planning, Ooh, yeah. convincing uh, neighborhood councils and like all this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's sort of like, look, we're just trying to give you a gift, but sometimes that's not easy to do, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm thinking about um, joining the Mid-City Neighborhood Council because they just like, they're developing an arts segment to that. Yeah. Because there are plenty of walls. Right here. In, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, there's plenty of walls in Mid-City. Oh, and there's insane. Plenty amounts. of graffiti, plenty of incredible yeah. artists, you know, yeah. left and right. But we definitely got tagged up during the protests. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show we have so many artists here and they have no outlet. Right. We have no free walls. We have nothing. Right. So... If somebody's going to do it, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe I can help convince them to, yeah. you know, put some money into that. Yeah. And I know how to use lifts and paint sprayers and, you know, buff out some walls and yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're a quick, quick study, <laughs> you know? Like, no, for only, like, having done walls for a couple of years, it's, like, it's quite impressive, to be honest. Yeah, my right? second wall I ever did, I had to use a boom lift for. No shit. And that was wow. the first wall That's I ever used of. any spray paint on, just a little bit in, like, a gradient. No, and, so. and you, just said, you just said, yes, I'm going to live into this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it happen. How yes. hard could it be? Oh, it was so this much is, fun. Yeah. Using heavy machinery is, like, yeah. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> So I got yeah, once you get the, the, the you know, the, 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 you know, because every boom lift has like its own little personality, I feel. Oh, totally. But once you get, okay, this, okay, it's two buttons to move or one button. Yeah, turtle means there. slow, bunny means yeah, fast yeah, yeah. and everything. I'm just going to like hit all the pedals until I feel like I'm in the right yeah, mind again. Yeah. But uh, now I even know how to like turn off the, the beeping, like the incessant beeping. When, when you're off balance? Not off balance, but like, you know how some lifts... Just beep, 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 beep oh, as you go up, climbing right. or going down or just moving at all. Sometimes you're in a neighborhood. How, do you, how do you turn it on? There's a little um, circuit near the speaker, okay. like the, where the horn would honk and where the beeping comes from. Right. And so you just have to kind of like look around. Again, every lift is different because, you know, whoever did all the circuits and wiring and stuff might have like zip tied them together a certain oh, way I see. so, so it's in the box it's like in the in the yeah, in the, module in the, in the hood, yeah. yeah 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 oh so. i see see downstairs or in, in in the box itself uh on a boom lift it's in the um the hood that you lift up right downstairs and then uh yeah in the scissor lift it's usually super low to the ground right 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 yeah i've, I've had so to open that a few thing. times where i'm like man if i'd fuck anything up here uh it's easy know, yeah. it's really easy. oh yeah you'll have yeah. to show me next time yes it's like the, the secret like Man, I, secret recipe for working in peace. <laughs> yeah, man, I once did a gig, a nightmare gig. Oh, yeah? It was kind of like for a friend's brother, whatever, long story. But Washington, D.C., I get there. There's still trees that, or bushes it, is, where they should have put down plywood. It's an eight-story building, uh-huh. right? Wow. And, it's, and it starts raining. Oh, jeez. And so I've got the, the mother of all boom lifts. Mm-hmm. I could, like, with a ladder in, in, in the box itself, fully extended, right? I could reach eight floors. Like, just, uh, I could just barely reach it. I don't like having a lift in the boom. That and it starts, sucks, it starts raining, right? <laughs> oh, so now, because they didn't prep and it was like mud, because they did remove the bushes. Now the machine, which is so heavy, it's like a mastodon. It starts sinking. Because of the mud and the rain. No. So it was still beeping and beep, 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 beep. But now, you know, uh, because it's off balance, it, yeah. it would move like literally. I would say like 
I don't know, maybe like five inches every 10 seconds. So yeah. super slowly. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was a nightmare, man. So yeah, I, it doesn't sound fun at all. I hate it. But I, I can't. I got to do eight stories squared. You know, like this mm -hmm. is this is insane. So uh, we got an assistant and uh, Juan is his name. Uh -huh. And he operated me from downstairs. Oh, yeah. And then it was still full speed. Mm -hmm. And I said, up, up, up in the rain with an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. To the left. No, the other left. You know, like this. Like, oh, how funny. Oh, for days. Crazy, man. That's Nightmare. helpful, though, to know somebody else with you who knows how to operate the boom. Yeah. God forbid you get stuck or dies yeah, yeah, or something yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that was like fucking bananas. Mm -hmm. But I, before that, I didn't know you could operate it from downstairs. Mm -hmm. I had, I mean, I knew there was things there, but I didn't know that if one was up, that the other downstairs can operate it for you. You know what I mean? Yes. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I guess I'm a slow learner. Well, you know now. <laughs> so you can save somebody else in the rain. Yeah, exactly. That's so no, funny. no more rain for me. Jeez Louise. I haven't had to paint in the rain. I mean, I've painted when it started drizzling once, yeah. but I wasn't working Absolutely. very high yeah. and I hadn't been in the rain in months. So well, like, like, it was so peaceful. It. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. It was out in Worcester for a powwow. Yeah. Man, you've been like fucking, you've been, you've been on a rampage. It seemed like, like COVID was relaxed and all of a sudden you did like five, six things in like a month or something. Yeah, I did, I did eight walls in the last two months. That's so fucking yeah. nice. And that was after five months of nothing. Yeah, Just so you're like... Desolate. Nobody's hitting me back. Everybody's depressed. COVID is killing everybody. Yeah. You know, I'm watching my bank account dwindle. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, how are we going to get out of this? So I told myself when people start asking me again, yes, I'm not turning is. down anything. Mm. So I did actually turn down one mural festival now, but it was in Memphis. And I figured I was pushing my luck with the COVID and yeah. didn't you know, put anybody else kind of... I don't know. I didn't want to make anybody else adhere to my schedule. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But eight in two months is that's a that's a healthy. It was schedule. a lot. That's I've got, once a week. I have like a mild mild shoulder injury right now. I think Good. I just slept on it wrong, and Get I have strong. tendonitis in my hand. Get strong. But, oh my my thumb callus right now is rocking. That's good, right? I, I like all, that callus. All I want to do right now is draw that's, and paint. That's and, a wild dog. No, and that's yeah. another thing I appreciate about you is that you know because you see some artists. Uh, just like, oh, this is this is something I can do. You know, this is something I can probably market myself great at and then make a lot of money, right? Which is great. And everyone, you know, should reach for that. Oh, Why not? kudos to people who can. Fantastic. You know? But what, what's interesting to me about you, which is my sort of like filter that I check for, is that I just feel from you that you love to paint. I really do. And you do. Don't I you? would be doing it no matter what. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, the thing that brings me the most joy. Yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. No, I'm stoked. I mean, I, I do a lot of free walls. I'll, I'll take whatever opportunity I get. As long as it's right, you know, for people and for me and whatever. Right. So, but I'm finding a lot more appreciation in, like, graffiti now. And so I'm yeah. going to go out to some, like, graffiti events and just observe and watch. Right. And, you know, really try to sink back into L.A. and yeah. what we have to offer here. Because yeah. there's so much to learn. And everybody who taught me how to use spray can graffiti yeah so. or at least come from that world you know? yes exactly yeah. so yeah. there's no reason that i should uh keep myself outside of it when yeah. these are the guys like doing killer the most, some of the most killer work there is so. yeah, yeah 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 it's it's, it's interesting when because i also understand kids that are like um let's say they're like 
19 now or something or 18 now and they didn't do graffiti and then they started doing walls that's mm-hmm. in a way that's totally fucking fine it's just a medium yeah know? but it's 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 bonus to know right mm-hmm. it's sort of like if you're into hip-hop then well it's also interesting to know bebop and to know jazz and to know where things got sampled from originally and totally. grandmaster Kaz is and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. if you're that into it i think you'll You'll run in, you'll be curious about it, right? Exactly. Right. I think that's where it's coming from. Is I'm right. super curious now, and yeah. I notice more now that there's new work coming up in our neighborhoods, and I want to know who these people are, and right. I want to know when they're out and painting. Not because I need to do it with them. If I do start learning lettering, I don't think anyone will see pictures of it uh, <laughs> for like quite a while. I th- I've, seen, I've <laughs> seen you do lettering. Uh, it was part of the what was it uh, the vodka thing you did some cool lettering oh yeah I, I mean it was two color but it's lettering and it was your lettering it wasn't a, yeah. it wasn't a font I'm, exactly yeah, you know so, what I'm saying mm-hmm. you can do it all I know I just re- redesigned my like name and stuff but right. I'm, I'm trying to learn how to make it more dynamic and right. getting feedback from like my buddies and from I've right. talked to the Lord's crew and right. get a little bit of feedback from yeah, them yeah, yeah. like okay here here I am like poser du jour yeah. like tell me how I can get better at lettering yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So that the time that I actually do go up with a can, I don't make a total, total yeah. loser, idiot, asshole yeah. out of myself. No, I think I think you're a, you're a great story. You know, oh, to first thanks, pick up man. a can at the age of what, 30, 30 31? Yeah, I'm 32 that's, now. That's like, <laughs> that's, you know, it, for most people it's long gone by then. But like, it's, it's I love it, you know, and, and I think your voice is very interesting. I, I, I see there's a whole world there, right? And you're not like being cheap about it. And, and like using other people's copyright and like known brands or like Scooby-Doo or whatever the fuck it is. No, you're really developing your own characters. Yeah. I think that comes from working in design for so long yeah. and working with licensed characters, right. including The Simpsons, including DC Comics yeah. and Batman, that uh, working with those legal teams, it was just so off-putting that yeah. I just, I'm like, I can't do it. Oh yeah, to get a, to get a proper license? <laughs> if I got a cease yeah. and desist, I would totally cry. Yeah. Your cease and desist <laughs> would be okay because you would just stop, right? Yeah, but I kind of always just figured I'll, I'll do whatever I'm doing because I had to work in a way where I worked with a legal team. So I was a footwear designer. We'll go back. Yeah. Um, I was a footwear designer. I did print and pattern for Converse ah, under okay. Nike for about seven years. Interesting. And so like... Anything that was printed on uh-huh. a sneaker, I pretty much would at least Excellent. oversee or work with development if I didn't design it myself, and I designed a lot. So you're a, a vector head. You use Illustrator. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like screen print setup. I love Illustrator. I am like, it's like this whole secret skill set that nobody really knows I have, but it's taking up a lot of space in the back of my brain. Uh, but yeah, so working with any legal team where they're... Anything you draw, they pitch back. Nope, it looks like this. Yeah. Nope, that looks like this. Nope, that looks like this. So I'm like, what is the one thing that looks like me? Right. And I was always just trying to fight and find whatever looked like me. Right. And I'm still, I think I'm finally getting a handle on it. Yeah. Like now in my Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen, I've seen some very interesting, cool, like flavorful takes on, on, uh, on characters and styles and stuff that you've done. Thanks. You know, uh, also like uh, the 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 mural you did at um, at Lancaster Museum. Of oh History yeah, and that Heart. was my third powwow and my biggest fall for powwow. Yeah, shouts really to Andy, who's the coolest gallery uh, museum director probably. Oh, Andy's awesome. She's the best. So yeah. shouts out to her. But the, the 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 planes you use there, specifically on the left side of the wall, there's mm-hmm. this big plane that's like. Mm-hmm. You, you're almost like you can kind of hide behind it if yeah, you it's have do- to. Yeah, like Adobe. Like yeah. A, like an old mission. Yeah. So th- th- when it gets to that level of perspective placing, 
-hmm. with like, you know, things like in your, you know, like as if you're like really standing there rather than looking at a, a normal, like almost 2D, 3D scene. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's when things get really, really interesting, I think. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I like to play with organic shapes, but also I'm really interested in architecture, but I don't do straight lines. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever ask me to straight do a straight lines, line, <laughs> I, I'll kind of like roll my eyes about it. Like, please don't make me do this. Because <laughs> I can, but it, it kind of interrupts my flow and like how my right. arm works and you know, right. taping things off. And Right. Everyone's know. got their lines, right? And, mm -hmm. and you're more on the rounded side. The, um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what they organic, calling? I guess. Right. Uh, there's a word for that. Mm, I don't know. It's something... Um, I can't think right now. I don't know. Yeah, there's like a, there, there's rounded people, there's bubbly people, but not like in the cheesy way. And then oh there, no, I know what you mean. And then yeah, there's the prickly people that are sharper. Yeah, right? and yeah. you're like around, around mm -hmm. uh, like rounder edges and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's yeah. always going to be what like makes me happiest. Yeah. I mean, I can hit a sharp corner if I need to, but yeah. it's usually still not a ninety degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go hit that liquor store. Boop, <laughs> hit the corner. Yeah. Right. That's funny. <laughs> No, that's cool. And then your colors too. Not easy. Not easy to to use a lot of color, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. and to still like like to, to to create that vibe with color. And on the with the last guest, uh, Xul from Paris, mm -hmm. like he's really into trying to uh, trying to find like ugly color combinations that don't I work until that, you introduce that last color, and all of a sudden the thing works. Yeah, you know. That's like that's when things get really nerdy. Like this is all dirty. Like it, it does, you know, it's mm -hmm. mud. It's gonna be mud. But then you introduce that that last color, and all of a sudden the thing works perfectly. And I it's love so that. surprising and, and original. And you can find it in nature, type of vibe. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, it's it. You have really unexpected color schemes. Yeah. as well. I do. What was that? I have no idea. Oh, I think we're being uh, warp zoned uh, to 2021 and the mess is behind this. Oh, thank God. <laughs> right? When the comet hits and we're all just like decimated. <laughs> this, this week has been a week, dude. We walk out of here, the world is just done. It's post-apocalyptic. Right? Well, at least we can't left on a high note. At least we got plenty of pain here. We can go painting. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. On the rubble, on the, you know, dregs. Of on, the <laughs> on the ash. On the ash. These are my mother's ashes. Please don't paint on them. Oh, God. And and her friend and then her neighbors. And yeah. No, it's cool. This yeah. is a really like fulfilling time in my life where I get to do these bigger projects and really yeah. challenge myself. And, yeah. you know, I, I challenge myself in little ways that probably other people don't notice where I'm trying to like hone my skills, um, let alone like being able to replicate the work that I in the way that I want it to look. But I try never to cut in with the background color again. Why I, not? Uh, because I need, I need the practice of, can you stickering, make this stickering on top? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, can you make this look like it looks without leaning on the background color? Right. So it's yeah. really more about That's that. That's very advanced uh, way of thinking. Mm -hmm. I mean, if yeah. I do really have to do like a claw or a sharp end of a wing or well, something like that, I try to do that. But right now, like I used to use, um, like house paint for my first couple of walls. Right. And then I started bringing some like wall ink with me, like the. Um, Montana refills and then I would paint okay. on eyelashes or little highlights in the eyes right. that's fine but I don't do that anymore okay. now it's get get a sharp eyelash yeah. with can because yeah. that's all and you, you can depending on scale you can totally yes yeah, bigger yeah. walls no much problem. easier yeah because yeah. when the, the final photo even when it's a close-up mm -hmm. it sort of like blends everything together and you don't see that maybe that eyelash at the end is rounded yeah right? oh, but and, I do so yeah 
Gotta get it. There's tips for that. There's that. There's it. a vanilla tip. You know the vanilla skinny. Oh, the cream skinnies. Yeah. I use only cream skinnies. Uh-huh. Or level one like green Montana cats. You like green Montana. Yeah. The, I love uh, the light green Orange Astro fats. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that, that's pretty much. And see that box is full of full of that stuff. I know. I'm I'm out of cream skinnies now. I yeah, gotta yeah. get some more. Yeah, I have some green ones. I, maybe I have some cream still. Mm-hmm. But uh, and you're using Montana Gold, right? Montana Gold's my favorite. Yeah. Just for the like. Yeah consistency of it i love all the color schemes but yeah. i like montana black as well yeah i i don't like montana black because you gotta you know when you gotta shake and you you miss like uh an i would say i would argue a sixth of the can you gotta spray out because it cracks yes what the fuck is up with that i have no idea why it does no that, that is like i come from belton so, and it and it destroys cream skinnies i don't even know why i would you put a skinny on yeah. it but it destroys them yeah yeah, yeah. so because so, you see behind you like this is like you know, all Belton, but I. Oh yeah. But all those boxes here, but Belton, it's not the best paint anymore. Really? But I, I'm I'm a late bloomer. Like this fades like in the street, like three four years, things are fucking fading. No way. So yeah, uh, so now I switched to to Montana Gold because it uh-huh. lasts yeah. that much longer. You know. That's crazy. I mean, I don't use any neons in my work because I'm so. Me afraid neither. Of them, no one the can. Light fastness. But... Right. It'll go in two months. Uh, neon. Yeah. But like, just like, let's say if this was painted on a wall, right? Mm-hmm. He's pointing at a, a painting that he did. A, a big painting, but just like all like Belton. This, this will be yes. like, the, the intensity of the color is gone, like depending on how much sunlight it gets, but like yes. probably three years, it's already properly faded. And Montana Gold, out of what I've seen, uh, the best. Yeah, it's my favorite. For and that. Of course, it's like the most expensive one that I collect. Yeah. But it goes a long way, and it's always dependable. And yep. if I haven't used a can in a year, I can still shake it up, and it looks normal. Yep, exactly. And it goes with the new cans, you know. Sometimes yep. when you pick up an old can, it looks totally different yep. from the other ones. I so. did run into an issue recently where the same color was not the same color, and I needed it to oh, be Oh, that's same so color. frustrating. Yeah, I can't stand worst. stuff like that. The worst. But also a little bit frustrated now that we're reviewing spray paint here. I but, love art supplies materials. I worked in an art store, so yeah. anything with, like, chemical compounds and paints or like right. consistency and light fastness yeah. I, i'm such a nerd with this yeah stuff. The, the the thickness of montana gold fantastic mm-hmm. the the uv resistance number one uh, but again a little bit like you gotta shake it a lot and it and it like kind of like cracks up you know just like black does but yeah. black will do it for like a lot of the can i would say at least a sixth of the can is gone and then with gold it's still like an eighth and it's like, Jesus Christ, sometimes, I, yeah. especially the way I paint, I want it to be flat. I can't have a crack in there. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and if you're so, trying to get a graphic look, then you yeah. need it to be completely consistent. Yeah. It's always, it's like Bazooka Joe. It's like the number right. one. I can never <laughs> get it to look consistent. Yeah. It drives me insane. Yeah. It's so funny. But yeah, that's good that you're using that. Because uh, I recently switched and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like a kid all over again because uh, the, the, the colors are slightly different. Mm-hmm. And, and there's variation on all the colors that I know by name. You know, I know 166 colors from Belton by name almost. Oh, I'm and really now, wow. <laughs> now I'm dealing with like a, a brand new candy store. Yeah. And like, oh my fucking God. Like, I'm like, I can't wait to paint. I can't sleep sometimes. Really? That I level, love yeah. that though. Yeah, Fucking. I've been using a lot. Of, I used Cobra at my last mural festival. Yeah, I never did. tried Cobra. I, I tried a can, but it was, I don't think I like it. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, loop is okay if it doesn't come out like silly string they have super fun colors like coimbra is like this brilliant light violet that i love but i can only get it to work half the time it drives me insane so 
but I had to use uh, Montana 94s for the last yeah. couple of mural Very festivals. Very European of you. Well, uh, not, <laughs> not on purpose. Because of COVID, a lot of factories had to shut down, like the ones in Germany. That's right. To create black gold. So um, Yeah, gold is still struggling. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, for Pow Wow, Antelope Valley, and for Arts Fest Montana that I just did yeah. this past month. 94. We had, I had to translate my whole paint order into 94. No worries. But I bought a fan and made it super easy, like a little fan that you can spread and kind of Match your colors that oh, way. Oh, that's good. Yeah, cause that's another pet peeve yeah. is that the um, the swatches, mm -hmm. you know, not a lot of Oh, and like the printed booklets, they're, they're never the same online. It's never the same. And from coming from a design background, right. I need to... Pantone shit. Yeah, I need yeah. to tactically be able to see and hold the colors yeah. and know exactly that the temperature is right. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, because, yeah, like one tone off, it's it, it, but it's leaning out towards the yellow way too fucking much. And I need it to lean more towards the green or something. Exactly. And yeah. I always appreciate when they're like, well, we're out of that. We can give you the next closest. So I'm like, the next closest is the farthest away. Changes everything, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just because we're like picky designers, you know, yeah. picky artists. But yeah. So you made a fan out of... Uh... Out of uh, out of the Montana. Uh, oh, I just bought one from Montana Shop. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. So I try to collect them, like a Pantone. Yeah, they they, they yeah. sell them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like I never really had one. Or something. Yeah, that's worth it. Oh, totally yeah. worth it. Yeah. That's, yeah. I I I should, I should get that. You should. Yeah. They have them. Yeah. Fifty bucks. Yeah. For a gold shopping. gold as well. Gold, I got at Graphades. Graphades down the street here. Mm-hmm. Mike over there, yeah. 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 Well, no, they have guys. that? They do. They That's have where that? I got it, yeah. Jesus Christ. And especially now when you can't really go in the store and peruse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really you can nice. now again, though. I know, yeah. but it's like, but, you know, yeah. we got to be careful. It's nice to be able to do half the work right. at home, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I would pay 100 bucks for that. Right? You know, 50, man, it's like, yeah. it's, when I can really look at the color, that's like everything. Mm -hmm. Or if you're traveling, sure. having them with you, right. if you can't get your thing and you yeah. really need to figure it out on the fly, wherever you are, yeah. it's kind of nice to have. It's those. super nice to have. Mm -hmm. But that also goes to my like hyper obsessive planning around everything. <laughs> so here's a question now for you. Like if you want to go next level, sure. it's something that I've never done, but you make me think of it. Because the actual swatch book for 50 bucks, you know, samples mm -hmm. of the paint, that's one thing. But do you have the available colors matched with Pantone's in Illustrator? I don't know. That, that would be interesting. So here's the thing. I don't have any Pantone swatch books, mm -hmm. but I worked with Pantone swatch books for so long right. that I've memorized a lot of the coded codes. I've memorized a lot of the TPX codes. 315C, what color is that? Uh, that's a type of teal. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. I thought it was like the true red, isn't it? Or that's no, that's, that's like red zero zero or something. Okay. It's, it's called like red. I see. Yeah, the, or no, warm the, red. Or yeah, whatever. but there, there's, there's a zero fifteen or something. There's something something like 15. that, yeah. But the three whatever. the 300s are usually I try to get you, but I can't get you. <laughs> usually blues and teals. My favorite right. is 349. So. Yeah. That's like the true teal. <laughs> Turquoise. I think it's more like a cerulean blue, but yeah. uh, nobody fact check that. Yeah. Don't, don't at me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I can usually tell if it's from working with those colors for so long that if I got something from a client and they were like, okay, well, this is Bart Simpson's color. Right. I would know in a heartbeat if that was Bart Simpson's color, if you showed me or not. 1205C. So, I have no idea. Uh, I always had the thin book, which yeah. is about, what is this, like three it's, inches? Yeah, so solid coated, probably, right? Yeah, uncoated and, oh, and, and coated yeah. are in there. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, I always found like the, the light tones of things, especially like let's say cream or vanilla. There's so hard. There's nothing there. Yeah. 
There's nothing there. In the newer books, there are <laughs> options, but it's just impossible. Sometimes, like I do a lot of like enamel pins, and uh, I work with brands to help them develop enamel pins right. and patches and things. When it comes to stuff like that, oh. uh, you just sometimes just have to ask the factory, like, make it a cream color, please. Yeah, match there's the there's no Pantone. Magic Screen, which is like kind of like suicide because their um, uh, uh, well, calibration they, of their yeah. screen is going to be different than yours. And then sometimes you get back at the strange colors. Yeah, or they can be working on a computer that's 15 years old. You know? Right. You can't depend on everybody to have the same resources that you do. Right, that's right. So you got to help, help people. Help them along. I like how make, make their job easy. I like how we're going like into, into deep like nerdy design water. I love that <laughs> shit. All about it. I'm still working with CS6. Oh, I have CS6 on my home computer. And yeah. then I have CC as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I have uh, the Adobe package on my laptop. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a stranger in a strange land. Because it's all like different to me for some reason. It's annoying. I don't yeah. like having to differentiate whether I want to save on the cloud. Save on my desktop. Get I'm like, the fuck out I'm working on this computer. I want <laughs> exactly. it to be on this computer. Can we? Yeah. I will work continuing knowing that those files are on this computer. Oh. Man, <laughs> so annoying. An Acrobat Pro. Like, can I just make a fucking PDF here? I just found out there's a shortcut to do that. What? It used without to... opening Acrobat, Acrobat. And I oh. feel like the total biggest loser okay. that I've been doing this for this years. This is gold. This is gold I will to show me. you how Please to do tell it. me. What is the short, shortcut? It's like, so you're an illustrator, you got your, let's say page one, page oh, two. Oh, you don't even have to open an illustrator. Just take the JPEGs that you have. Okay. Like say you scanned in a contract and you have like mm -hmm. four different pages. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You select them all, right click, mm -hmm. shortcut, Drop create menu. PDF. Oh yeah? And it will just put them all into a PDF. Man, I've lost a lot of hours making PDFs. Absolutely. I'm Jesus so aggravated Christ. that I didn't know that before. Yeah. Where like that old man very... yells at cloud, like, why didn't, <laughs> why didn't the Zoomers teach me? But like, like I ever would have listened to anybody anyway, so. In my day, we used to fax each other. <laughs> I do know how to fax. Yeah, I, I sent telegrams with my contracts. <laughs> <laughs> do you even know what a cover letter is? <laughs> exactly. So funny. Cover letter, man. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Man, I have to look into that because like... I'll uh, show you. <laughs> for some reason, my I have like an old, like big desktop Mac and mm -hmm. I'm totally fine with it. You know, I'm still doing everything I need to do, but it won't, it won't YouTube anymore. I can't update it anymore. Oh, no. It's like Lion or something, right? Uh-huh. And then I have a laptop, which is like up to date, but it's like way too... So it's like a 13-incher. Mine is a third. I also have a thirteen-inch laptop, and then I also have the big the cinema the big display. Desktop, yeah. yeah, and so the the desktop is like so, like I can't even make a PDF on it. Anymore. I mean, I can, but I have to rush because it crashes on me all the time, uh -huh. and I can't update it. So I I have to open up the folder, so have selected everything, then click Acrobat mm -hmm. as that's opening. Really click uh, uh, join files into PDF. Oh, God. Then click and drag. Then hit Command S, Command S, Command S. Yes. And so as it's thinking and wants to quit on itself, hopefully it'll open up in, in, that, in that preview. And then <laughs> oh, I, I hit return, return. So it saves to any name, which is binder.pdf. Absolutely. And then like eight out of ten, I have my, my PDF. God. Like I'm like, I don't even have running water, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. I know, you're working with the bare bones. Yeah, I gotta get a new computer, but I hate that they get you. I know. Well, it's with Macs too. Like you can't like defragment them or yeah. like do anything to get rid of all the junk and all the cookies yeah. and like the. I mean, I know you can empty your cookies. Blah blah blah. Don't again. Don't at me. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're gonna ask. But, you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just technology is changing. 
Yeah, there's like a built-in timer that it's it's gonna start acting up on you. Or when it's just uh, whatever you did know was op- is obsolete now. Right. You get like five years to yeah. be like, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. I did it really good. I knew all the hotkeys. Did it great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll just slowly slip away from you. It will, yeah. And so. it makes you feel like shit. <laughs> like uh, suicide rates go up. Right. Well, we can't do like tutorials now. Yeah. It's not for us. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. for the younger people. It's for the younger kids. Yeah. I'm not even that. I'm old. happy with. I know what to do. I, 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 you know, I can get done what I need to get done. Yes. Uh, I, you know, I was so happy when Streamline came out. Remember Streamline, that little program? I have no idea what that is. So now you have Live Trace. I mean, since many oh, years. But okay. before an I Illustrator, with Live Trace. there was no Live Trace. Mm-hmm. And so you had line art, mm-hmm. you know, which you took your time to really like, you know, do good line art. Yeah. And then the you could you could only like get it into uh, Illustrator as like a bitmap or something. It was like all awkward, or you had to redraw the lines, which was a bitch. I hate that. And then there was an intermediary small little program called Streamline. Interesting. Which really streamlined my life. It lived up to its name <laughs> at the time. You could be a brand ambassador. Yeah, I was... I wasn't in I was in an Adobe ad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I was supposed to do a, uh, like a battle with them recently, uh-huh. but the timing was just off. Yeah, I think Adobe needs to spend a little bit more uh, our way. <laughs> I'd be fine with it. I just hope they call me back. Yeah. I I pushed them off so many times. I'm yeah. sorry. Which I was br- traveling. <laughs> Which brings us to an interesting part. Like um, my technique, sort of always has been uh, just to be very prolific, and then to attract. Right. And it seems to be like an old school way or whatever. And probably have a website and maybe like you know, a postcard or like a brochure or something to, to give out. Uh, how, how have you found um, yourself attracting a lot of work? Like, are you also employing that technique or are you like go, going around meeting a lot of people, a lot of shows, a lot of like uh, DMing, you know? What, what, what's your style or you know is it a little bit all of the above or are you too cool for all of that and you just wait for emails oh no I, I'm definitely not too cool uh, I started showing in LA before I'd moved back because I was trying to make connections here uh, to see if my work was even like viable for sales and stuff like that or if I was just living in a pipe dream where I would never make it but so I was at, sending out physical postcards mm-hmm. um, but they were in an envelope with a love note and nice. stickers Handwritten and a business note. card. Oh yeah, nice. That I specifically wrote out to that curator with you know my goals in mind, and here's a description of the work that I do. I've followed you for this long. If you thought my work was appropriate for your gallery, I would love to hear more from you. Excellent. So it's like a little package, a little care package. Not yeah. not sending paintings or anything, but just like no, just a little a, example. Little, little nice, yeah. yeah, a little personal touch. And the postcards were you know super high quality. Something my something my mentor told me in college. Uh, his name's Andy Fish was if you're going to give somebody a business card, give them one that they're going to feel bad if they throw it away. Right. Something that's super nice quality or like with some extra details on it or, yeah. or just something. A little spot varnish, perhaps. Spot varnish goes a long way. Goes a long way. Well, it shows you considered it and you didn't just say, oh, they have a sale, I click the button, I have right. cards now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. In Matte a pinch. finish, spot varnish, and if you can have a little deboss or an emboss, mm-hmm. could, could, could be helpful. Yeah, I do like the triple thick cotton. That's nice. But if but you so can't, you feel you the can't throw, yeah you can't throw them in your backpack because it will get destroyed immediately. Right, right, but right. getting a crisp one of those, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I always get compliments. Yeah. On them, so. I love that you love that sort of stuff because like a lot of my friends like business cards. What is that all about? You know, I highly it's suggest. Just, it's nice to cards. have one on on hand. Yes. No matter what, like here, here's my card. Mm-hmm. Or little pamphlets. I saw you got these pamphlets. Yeah, look. 
They're fantastic. I made those when I did trade shows and things like that. Yeah. Because having an example to show people, if they people get approached all the time, especially curators or um, business owners, and mm. they, it's very difficult to keep track of every oh, single yeah. person who DMs you or talks to you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But having something tangible that they actually enjoy. Yeah. And uh, it, your work could be amazing. Yeah. But maybe it's just not for them. Right. They might still hold on to it because their friend wants yeah, it. That's exactly my so. thinking. And I think I'm, I'm so, you're probably the only other person that I've ever met that's like working in the street that has made like a brochure or a pamphlet like this. Oh, I've been doing it for like, uh, huh, like maybe 15 years. Shouts to uh, Mike Rocchio. I know you're listening. And uh, we tr I trade. You know, uh, yeah. he gets like a, a painting or whatever he wants. And then he'll do like, he'll give me like two, two, 2,500 of these. What that's is fantastic. That? What is that? Four by six? No, that's four by six. Four by six, yeah. How many pages? Uh, this looks like it's 16. 16. And so it's a range of styles, <laughs> double staple, yeah. little bio in there. And that, like you leave that behind by a wall you want to paint or something. I found that to be very helpful. Absolutely. People eat it up because they yep. want a little little piece of remembering that they were there with you. Yep. I mean, so if I can't meet somebody in person, which I feel is always the ideal because yes. a lot of my, whatever my vibe is, comes from my person. Right. Uh, that I am nice and I work really hard. I'm really professional, but I'm super friendly. I can hang. I can party. I'm like all right. those things. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's hard to come across in an email the same way. Yeah, you I'm can't. Like, yeah, so, or a DM. Yeah. So it really... Because an exclamation point these days is a little bit aggressive. Yes, you know it is. I mean? Especially when I throw like six of them after everything. So. <laughs> a little bit too thirsty there on the, uh, on the Exactly. <laughs> you, can't, you can't appear thirsty because yeah. they have a bunch... Everybody already has a bunch of thirsty people after right. them all the time. Exactly, yeah. And those aren't the people that you really gravitate toward. Right. So what separates you? What makes you, you? And I don't know if that's just a little handwritten note saying I'm a person Yeah. and I actually give a shit enough yeah. to write you something because I know who you are and I've read your name in magazines for years. You know, it yeah. means a lot to people in this kind of like super oh, lightning fast super digital worth it. age. It's, especially now in yeah. like what you said, like it's, it's also social media based or like mm -hmm. wherever people are hustling now, you know, whether it's D DMs or LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah. Uh, to, to get that, it's like, oh, this is addressed to me. I'm special. Mm -hmm. And then you open it, oh, this is nice. And even if it, if it may not be for them, Right then, they'll they'll like you said, hang on to it, and and maybe you know, uh, you'll come to mind in, in in a year or six months, and they'll recommend you or something. Exactly. Yeah. So whatever energy you put forth, I think always comes back to you, in some way. It might take a while. Right. But whatever positive you're putting out there, especially with your art and you know moving your own life forward, yeah. it always comes back. Yeah, I think so as well. And worst case scenario, you just wasted your time doing something nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could have been doing anything. You could have been smoking crack. Yeah. You could have been... <laughs> oh, yeah. Crack, crack, baby. <laughs> Give me some of that crack. You could have been fighting with somebody on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But you weren't. You were doing yeah. something to further your career. Do you get into Twitter battles? Are you no. on Twitter even? Well, I'm on Twitter, but it's just stupid. I yeah. post like memes and then my art and stuff. Right. But you don't you don't go down into common battles? Like... No, I can't. There's no way to change people's mind that There's way. Not. It's not the right forum to do that. Yeah, people are yeah. putting their... I mean, if I have, I always told myself if I'm going to write anything on Twitter or on Facebook, if it's not positive, don't do it because I can't handle the backlash anyway. It's a lot. Like personally, it's just not good for my mental health. Yeah, I don't do it either. Yeah. yeah. So if I don't have a constructive thing to say or, 
even on like Instagram stories, I'm not trying to fight with anybody. Oh, I'm man. like, if I can't think of anything to say, I'm like, all right, here's where you can donate water to homeless people. Yeah. Because that's something that I care about. And if you want to care about it with me, great. Yeah. And if you don't, you can ignore it. Yeah. Brass but I'm, I'm not here to like rile anybody up. Everybody's already riled up like today. I know. This year. It's tense. It's yeah. like super tense. I just watched that, um, what's it called? Social, uh, the Social Dilemma, the Netflix doc. I've been hearing about that. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. And um, Roger McNamee's in there, who did an unbelievable podcast, like I think two years ago with Sam Harris. Hmm. He was an early investor in Facebook and uh, became an advisor. Uh, oh, yes. Okay, this is all sounding very familiar. He's now. in there, so that's you know it's great then. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tristan Harris is in there as well, which is like... Uh, also like early participant in you know I think Twitter and also Facebook yeah and they're all sort of like ex-executives of or, or early investors or co-founders that have mm. grouped together and uh, saw in their own ways the dangers of, 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 of what socials are doing yeah to, to humanity and, and in the ways that it divides us and yeah only gives us the things that we really respond to with with either liking uh, commenting or sharing and you know these emotional responses yeah. that they prompt from us through the algorithm and but they're like they're spending a lot of time on like trying to dismantle that and hold to account you know these socials oh absolutely it's yeah. because there are positives it's, to it but it's so detrimental in other ways and I'm, I'm like a huge advocate for mental health and right because I've lived with mental illness for like a really long time. Right. And uh, that's, you, you I think why... You have a mental uh, illness? Oh, I've got a couple. What do you I'm have? I'm like, where do you want to start? What do you got? Uh, I, I, well, I've lived with depression before. I'm doing pretty good right now. Um, I have PTSD. I have obsessive compulsive disorder. I, I, I'm right there with you on the OCD thing. I think, I think that's it for right now. Yeah. How, <laughs> how do you get uh, obsessive? Uh, it's uh, uh, skin picking. No shit. I have dermatillomania. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have a somatic obsession. Really? Yeah. Mm. Had it since I was 11, ever since. My sister has a trick where she pulls her hair, yeah. hair yeah, out. I have we a just grew up with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a therapist and he said, yeah, but labeling it is, is avoiding going into the root of it. Oh, yeah. We it's, waited a couple of years, me and my therapist, to even put like a diagnosis on anything. Right. Because I needed one for my health insurance to help them like yeah. pay me back. But yeah. she didn't want me to live as that, as my identity. Right. Which I really appreciate from her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back uh, seeing a guy now, a CRM, uh, a new modality that kind of like goes and through going back into the trauma and then finding the, posi- the, the position of the eyes while mm-hmm. doing certain breath uh, techniques you find that there's certain positionings of the eyes and if the eyes are an extension of the brain, you can kind of create new neural pathways and, you know, be comfortable while recalling the trauma yes. type of stuff. Oh, I forget. Right? Yeah. What does that stand for? It's CRM. Uh, I, 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 this is my third I used to week know going, that so meant, but... I, I can look it up. Good for uh, you. I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's a very interesting one. And mm-hmm. I thought, let me do, it came highly recommended. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I went, and you know how it is when you see a new therapist. It's like, okay, oh. who the fuck is this guy, and what's he going to tell me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, but for some reason, I'm like, okay, you know you get that way. Don't be that way. Don't waste any money if you're going to be that way. Let's yeah. just let's be open. Let's be present. Let's respond. And so I went into it, mm-hmm. and within 10 minutes, like, 
my my the, uh, the back of my it's a cognitive something something. Uh, it's. Uh, We'll get there. Yeah, and I, and I also I looked at it once really hard late night. Yeah, and I knew this this made sense. It's sort of like on the forefront of things. Mm -hmm. But CRM, you Google that, it'll pop up. Yeah, and uh, I'll send it to you uh, privately you. later. Oh, I have an eating disorder as well. Oh that, yeah, that's what it was. Or I'm recovering from an eating right. disorder. And so tell me about the the picking. Like, when do you find yourself doing it? Oh, de stress. Yeah. And just like mindlessly. Yeah. So, but I have a couple of friends who do that, and there were times that. that uh, we would sit across from each other at work, and if one of us saw like somebody picking their arm or touching their face, we'd be like, "Knock it off!" And just send a text because <laughs> it's just so—it's a stress reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, or just something you've done forever. Yeah. It's like an stop. extension of like most people can relate to this, even if you don't have it when you're listening. Mm -hmm. Like when you get really stressed out or you're late, you bite your nail, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I it, know it, people who are nail biters. I'm not, and that's the one thing I didn't yeah. get. So. But people do it even if it doesn't become a problem for them mm -hmm. because the, between the teeth, that piece of reality that you can like bite into <laughs> when you feel out of control because of the stress, that's something you can control. Yeah, it's like a tactile like comfort right? in a way, even though it is technically self-harm. Right. Uh, it's not good for you. Right. Don't hurt yourself. But I think a lot of people do, I mean, do do it as a response, mm -hmm. like being nervous or like whatever. Oh, sure. Without it being like landing in the category that maybe we have landed in. You, oh, yeah. you see what I mean? Like, when they started with the COVID thing, uh, we're like, wear a mask. Don't touch your face. Like All you could do is touch it. Oh, funny yeah. story. <laughs> not, it's not going to happen. It's impossible. So yeah. I just had to totally isolate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's no way I can go a day without like touching my face or my hair or something. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, do you it's do it dip. when you're by yourself as well or is it only in like public situations? No, it's only by myself. Oh, it's only by yourself. Oh, yeah. In public situations, I can keep it under control. Right. Unless I am nervous, then you'll see me like touch my neck or yeah. like start you know going like oh do, do i have a zip there or something right. and you know and, my and, makeup and and so uh are there any thoughts that i, I mean not to you know we don't have to like get into oh, it oh yeah for but sure. it's just interesting to me because mm -hmm. you know having gone to many groups and stuff for uh like actual obsessive compulsive disorder not like how it's been like popularized oh, like i'm so ocd about my coffee no you're not that's not fucking ocd you can yeah. be bummed if your coffee isn't made the way no. that it, it, you want it to be, and you can even not drink it. It doesn't uh. add up to obsessive compulsive yeah, exactly. disorder. You know, there's people o that go to yeah. groups and like they're, they're they're on medication and stuff. Yeah, OCD is damaging. Oh yeah, uh, twelve million you. in this country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, damaging to you in a way. So if you can get past something and it doesn't truly harm you, or you can't, if you can get it out of your head, you're probably doing all right. But if you feel like you can't get it out of your head, yeah. if you try to stop doing something. Like you're addicted to like emotion or having things a certain way. Yeah, I should probably talk to somebody. Yeah. I would say... Like mm. perfectionism OCD, like it has to be just so... Yeah. You know, everything has to be on a perpendicular angle or like, you know, like mm -hmm. the, the, the fork has to be perfectly parallel. Oh yeah, I did that for a long know. time. Yeah. Now, I, now I, you know, I'm it's weird, medicated. Huh? I've gone to therapy yeah. for years. Yeah. It helps a lot, believe me. Yeah, yeah I, I would recommend therapy to anybody. Yeah. Um, I wish that our country made it a little bit easier yeah. for everybody to go to therapy. Yeah, it would but, be, yeah. There's, there's no shame in a little self-care. Yeah, and, and we all need a little yeah. self-care. Yeah, and there are a lot yeah. of apps now where you can talk to a therapist right. by paying like a subscription. Right. Meditation helps Yeah. because you just stop for like 10 minutes or however it long. It really, really does. Like, yeah, you it, just it seems it like, oh, that's so cliche. That's what everyone says. Mm -hmm. But like just like really deeply breathing in and mm -hmm. out 
Like that has some sort of a replenishing magical calming effect. It really does. It really does. Because you never sit still otherwise. Yeah. You're always on the phone or you're always talking to somebody or thinking about somebody or thinking about what you should be doing or maybe I need to eat. Or... Yeah, shallow breaths. You're not really taking yes. in and letting out. Just short, 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 right? Like mm -hmm. it's like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, it's underestimated how much just breathing and talking to people yeah. helps. So if you're feeling kind of stuck right now, it's yeah. a good, good starting place. Yeah. Because so, a lot of people are feeling weird and alone right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. It's a speci specifically uh, very delicate times for a lot of people. Yes. And it's okay to talk about it. And like me, I didn't talk about it for the first 20 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And because I thought if I talk about it to my friends and they're going to get it too, I know how this stuff works. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I'm mine like... Mine was 25 years before I went to therapy. Crazy, right? Yeah. And so... not. To be like too public service about it. But sure. Like if, if you're listening and you know, you're struggling with something and you feel like you're going to be less than or you're going to be considered a freak or like people are going to judge you or, you know, you, you, you know, you just want to be loved and why risk being abnormal or any of these thoughts, forget all that nonsense. Because as soon as you do, you'll be so surprised that your friends or like people uh, that are close to your family that you thought were so perfect, they're struggling with stuff too. Absolutely. And you're probably not as worse off as you thought. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I, also a big one, yeah. I remember once I was like sobbing to my therapist, like, am I like the worst case you've ever seen? Am I like the worst one? She goes, yeah, because well, you want to know at some point, like, because I feel really And bad. comparing yourself to people doesn't, it's not helpful, but in this case, it was really helpful for me because she was like, well, I'm trying to talk another client out of buying their 26th car. Wow. And they're not good cars. They're not fancy Jay Leno cars. When she had harm OCD, she thought the car was somehow involved oh. with like being uh, like... Well, they're uh, harming their bank account and destroying their family. But what was, what was, it, what was, it, what was it OCD? Oh, it wasn't OCD necessarily. It was oh. like a general therapist. Oh, I see. But I was just like, am I like the worst? She's like, no, this is somehow a little bit more challenging. She's like, I think we can take care of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, there's a lot of hope for you that doesn't yeah. in involve like bankruptcy and... Yeah you know, like divorce and stuff like that. Oh, it can so, go deep, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It can go deep. Yeah, so you're probably fine, but if you think you should talk to somebody, you probably should. Yeah. Well, yeah, what's that one? Um, there's the one you mentioned where uh, it's like a, like a membership one. Oh, I forget what it's called. It's um, called, uh, there's... Um, I'm fortunate that I didn't have to do it, but uh, Talkspace. Talk space, yes. Talk space is one. And I was literally, headspace, but that's meditation. Headspace is a uh, Sam Harris's app. Really? Oh no, that's yeah. I think it is. Oh wow. Yeah, I think so. That's Sam Harris's app. Interesting. Great guy. Uh, yeah, it, it is a uh, talk space. Interesting. Right, and I think yeah. for like it, like it starts at all kinds of rates, and you can just call whatever. So that's something you can look into, and just to get something off of your chest, like. And for someone to truly listen and to, for that mm -hmm. to be a safe space, like if you're going through anything at all, give it a shot. Why not? Yeah. And there are hotlines for a reason. Yeah. Like don't, don't think anybody's too good for that. Yeah. I, I called the suicide hotline like last year. Because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know how to like burden the people around me with what I'm feeling right, right now. The therapist isn't available. I'm just going to call this person yeah. and be like, can I just talk to you for 10 minutes? I need a, a totally different person yeah. from anybody in my circle. Yeah. It was fine, and I was fine. You know, I wasn't in, in harm's way or anything, but I didn't really know where to turn. Right. So I was on travel, and, you know, I was 
working on a mural somewhere and I didn't have my friends close by or anybody handy and hmm. it was late at night and, yeah. and you're like oh, I've got to deal with some stuff I would like to get something it's you know it's, it's, it's a weight on me yeah there's no shame you just got to yeah. talk to somebody yeah so yeah that's great whatever you got to do nobody's perfect and you know when people see you succeeding or doing everything super cool just remember there's like a route to it that oh yeah everybody's struggling in their own way yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in a really good place right now yeah but that doesn't mean I didn't cry like four times this week. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I just did all this cool stuff and then I just came home and sat and I'm like, oh, I think this is what like ego death is <laughs> when you're being like applauded for a month about all the cool shit you're doing. Yeah. And then you just come home and you're like, I'm not getting vitamin D. I'm not doing activity. I'm not seeing people like you got to you got to keep checking in with yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Self-care. Mm -hmm. It's big. It, it's so overlooked. Yeah. You know, it's so overlooked. It's, But I think, it, you know, even there, like, things are changing a little bit for the better. But there's also a bigger, like, um, seductive enemy with the social comparison stuff. Oh, which yeah. can be hard for anyone. It's hard for us when we see, like, a sucker, you know, getting great accolades. And then you see a champion like go unnoticed or something absolutely you know it's so I, frustrating yeah. and i then, know plenty of people who are way underrated who are fantastic and then a lot of like really subpar type of work yeah. just getting millions of compliments yeah. and i'm like but when you grow up with just like through your like late 20s or late teens and early 20s with only instagram compliments that's the, the I, that, that worries me yeah, yeah. because because we, we we i think you're old enough to also remember the world like kind of before all this stuff. Yeah, and right? I went to art school before we had cell phones and, you know, had That's huge. brutal yeah. critiques. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not having any critique, it makes me really want to like have a dialogue with somebody because, yeah, I don't live for all the compliments. I'm right. really grateful to receive them. But when somebody can really sit with me straight and tell me what I'm doing wrong right. or like, like lettering and graffiti right now, right. <laughs> like I'm okay with being totally brutalized and disappointed in my work because it means that the next thing I do, I may be improving. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, it's, it's always about correction, right? Always about correction. Like, yeah. Oh, if you're moving up and not just doing the same thing every yeah. single time. Right. I mean, you can do the same thing every time for practice, Yeah. but if you're not challenging yourself right. and you're probably not going to meet the, the standard that you've set, right. like your taste level is probably higher than the work that you can create. Right. So you need to continue That's an to interesting one yourself. you said. Your taste level is probably higher than the work you are creating. That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, you know? If it is, then then that's very interesting. Yeah. You know, and then that's difficult sometimes uh, to negotiate for yourself, you know, because you like all this cool stuff. Oh, you can give a master class on what's the coolest shit out there and, and right? all, the, all the unknown stuff that's even cooler than that. But then, uh, you know... Uh, you're, you're putting a sticker of a, of a toaster up everywhere, mm -hmm. let's say, or something, for example. <laughs> By the way, there was a guy named Toaster out of England. I know, England. we're pissing off Toaster no, guy now. No. Jesus. Uh, but that was a thing back then, you know, you could <laughs> do a toaster everywhere and you were a toaster guy. And I would have thought that was funny and yeah. cool and clever. Yeah, so of course. Yeah. I would probably still love that if I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to be doing like, you know, Felipe Pantone with a, you know, fully wrapped DeLorean in your artwork yeah. and... If that's like your pinnacle of like, this is the coolest, cha most challenging thing I could ever expect to possibly do. And you're kind of like doing like little ink drawings and not exploring color or not exploring other avenues for your work like 3D. Or like if you're pigeonholing yourself to make like an Instagram feed look cohesive. Yeah. 
there's probably, you probably need to like branch out more and you don't have to share all of your like explorations. Right. You don't have to get approval on all yeah. of your explorations. You could just do them and even think they're good or think they suck. Yeah. Get feedback from your friends, just texting them. You yeah. don't need to show off every single thing you do. Yeah. Because you're probably not going to get the reaction that you want if, right. if you are truly like trying to improve. Mm. So. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all like, and even thinking about it too much is already like fugazi, you know? Yeah. But it is good, but it's also fugazi. Yeah. C- you know, because there's some people that are not on the, on the socials at all. Oh, I know. Right? And they're like, Fascinating. oh, my they're not even on there. My husband's not on social media no at all. Shit. He hasn't been for like probably six or eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what are you? Yeah. But he doesn't have to know like what I'm doing every day, right. so for, I don't have to talk to him For us, it's great because, you know, we're, we're so visual with what we do anyway, so yeah. it's like a perfect platform for us, I think. Yeah, it's still very right. inspiring for me to be on Instagram and see what other people are doing. Oh, yeah. You know, collect mental images of like textures and shapes right. and color palettes and... Right. You know, I have like a little inspiration folder on my phone. I have another little reference folder on my phone when I see like a weird animal or just something really cool or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's nice to have like little buckets uh, so that you're yeah. not always just being overstimulated by everything, yeah, 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 especially yeah. since politics are There's so much really right. at the forefront of yeah. uh, social media right now. Yeah, it definitely is. And that's a whole other mess. I'm like, I just want to see people decorate cakes. That's all I want to see. <laughs> if you decorate a cake like a motherfucker, that's oh, very God. fucking interesting. It's so fascinating. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, photo cakes. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't know how to do that. How, so they're printing with what? With like a sugar on, onto like a top layer of it's a, probably food coloring. Right, but how do you? But get, in a CMYK, but it, looks like, it looks like an archival print. Yeah, CMYK. Right, they but, have, so they do all the half tones out, and then they just print them with like cyan, pink, yellow, and right. So they have four color process, coloring. right? Yeah. But like but with food coloring. Yeah, with food coloring. Through on like the, a, food coloring on an edible layer of fondant. Fondant, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Madame is an aristocrat. No, it means I watch, a... <laughs> I watch the Food Network too much. <laughs> Man, I'm from the land of chocolate. You don't have to talk to me about oh, fondant. Well, fondant is like, wow. That's so mm. funny. My husband's Swedish, but everybody no uses him for being Swiss. Yeah. yeah, he's an immigrant as well. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, like chocolate and watches and stuff. And he's like, no, lingonberry, midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> Christiania. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, aquavit, you yeah, know, yeah. like that's our certain, you know, life there. This is the first year we haven't been to Sweden. I'm so bummed. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna keep everybody safe. That's cool, man. So and my yeah. midsummer experiences, and I've had probably ten of them, have never been like the movie. Just throwing it out there. Nobody puts flower crowns on me. Nobody gives me <laughs> mushrooms. They just feed me way too much whiskey. Wait, speaking of mushrooms, because my without knowing you before today, sure. like to me, you're. Definitely a, psych, uh, a psychedelic traveler. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are. But I'm not. I, I barely smoke weed at all. Yeah, but weed isn't even like. I mean, I guess weed of today is like. I, is know, pretty, I haven't uh, done many psychedelics. I did do mushrooms last week. Yeah. But that was the first time. Well, that seems. Ten, that was the that first seems time in recent like, enough that. I know, but that was the first time in like literally 10 years. Yeah. I hadn't done it before yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And all it made me want to do was like chill out and go to sleep. Uh, oh yeah, no, no crazy laughter, like trippy, trippy shit. I was already drunk, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it wasn't like a hero's journey. Or anything. <laughs> no, it was a, yeah. uh, it was anticlimactic, but I also didn't set out any expectations. Right. I was just like pointed at like two of my friends and was like, make sure I get home, okay? Yeah. And we're good. Good. So. <laughs> and then good was what it was. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. It was but fun. never like trip psychedelic, like LSD or two CB or anything. No, like. uh, I haven't had found like a like a safe space right. with friends. We, I mean. 
I would not be opposed to it. I totally yeah. look, you know, positively on that Bananas. stuff. But that, I'm also like afraid of like what my own brain would show me. No, because it's already like it's already <laughs> like just like without looking at the subject matter, even just like the the interplay of color choice mm-hmm. choices, like that is it's it, 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 you just can't get away from, and it's not like uh, mm-hmm. psychedelia in in the way it's already been done. Yeah. It just feels like okay, there, there's some otherworldliness going on here with this palette. Yeah. I think so that's I, true, though. Yeah, I mean, just the inside of my head is like it's like a desert, and then there are like little Play-Doh creatures that wander uh-huh. around, and they build themselves up and build, change themselves, and and they hang around for a few weeks, and if they hang around long enough, I paint them. Yeah. And that is the weirdest way to even put it, uh-uh. but it's true. And so I'm like, ooh, what would that? What would they all look like if I was? super super messed up uh, 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 uh. i don't know i hope i hope they would still be benevolent i think they would be yeah. I, I don't think they would be malevolent well, I'm but even though there, there's a few touches of of that like there's some danger in some of the the eyes of, of, of yeah the, there's of the some characters. sinister yeah. things but that's like know. a spiraled eyes like i'm so out of control right now yeah like you the hypnotiz- yeah. hypnotizing uh con from yeah. uh uh jungle book exactly that's yeah. that's from yeah, yeah. so there's oh, a lot yeah, of like yeah. childhood kind of nostalgia right. in there as well um, so like between all the happy, bright, like rainbows and stuff, there is little things to discover yeah, yeah, that are maybe yeah. less, um, wholesome or, yeah. you know, stuff yeah, like it's, that. it's not an innocent world you depict. You not know, always. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm like, look, it's a cake and it's made out of a uh, frosting. Yeah. This time. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> no, I dig it. I'm excited to see like what, I mean, where you're going to take it all to next, like, you know. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, definitely want to do more murals. I just had a solo show open yeah, a couple weeks ago at Stranger Factory called Eat the Elephant. And where's Stranger Factory? Uh, they're in Algodones, New Mexico. Okay. So right outside of, um, like right between Santa Fe and Albuquerque. And, and uh, it's open uh, for, for visit or online only? By appo- uh, appointment only. Appointment, yeah. But the, all the stuff is online. No, so I saw some of those paintings in there. Yeah. Like it was 16 by 20, but they're very... Like, they're like the old work, but, like, you went in extra hard, I feel. I really There's worked harder on this body of work than There's anything. serious level of detail in there. Yeah, and, I mean, even just the planning and, like, I have pages and pages of, of me picking symbolism and, nice. uh, you know, stuff from the Encyclopedia of Demonology. Mm. Things that would relate to the cult-like stuff of my childhood and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. finding out what symbols um, kind of would match these monsters that I yeah, picked out from that Very important. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really fun to do the research, and the yeah. research probably took longer than doing all the paintings. Do you, do you have that thick book, the Book of Symbols? No, but I found like a PDF. Okay, good. <laughs> Online for free. <laughs> There's a very good book out there. It's called the Book of Symbols. It's yeah. like what, what, two hundred pages or something, and uh, like endless amounts of categories, words, <laughs> and, the, and, like and then that. the etymology of the word, and then the first use known, in, you know, to. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in history, uh, as far as like the uh, the written record goes and all that yeah. sort of stuff, and it's like, oh my god, this dates back so far, and it's so cool to read something from the fourteen hundreds that then connects to, let's say, uh, uh, for, for example, sake a bird or like yeah. a broken spoon or something, you know. I love stuff like no. that. I mean, I got to see runes in Sweden from mm. like the fifteen hundreds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that is just so like intense. It's fascinating. So cool. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So I'm excited for you. For Thank sure. you. I'm yeah. psyched. I think we got it. Where can people uh, find you online? Uh, you can find me online pretty much everywhere at Allison Bamcat, uh, two L's in Allison. My website is bamcatart.com um, and I have bamcatshop.com. 
All my okay. like, merch and prints, and I have some original artwork out there as well. And Excellent. Yeah, and my current show at uh, Stranger Factory, Eat the Elephant. Yes, fantastic. And I'll put all those notes in the footnotes of the show. Thank you. Uh, for you guys to check out. Again, uh, Allison, big fan. Thanks for coming Thank out. Thank you. And we're out. Awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. You guys. Whoop, there it was. That was Allison Bamcat. Hope uh, you enjoyed that. Um, as always, we are on Instagram at Happy No Fear, and I am, of course, at The Art of Chase. And yeah, we're speeding things up. Uh, we got a couple of uh, couple of episodes in the chamber, so to speak. So expect us back very soon. Bye bye.